Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Vodka Melanade. I hope everybody had a great week, a great start to your August. Um, it's, I mean, time really is just flying by. I swear we were just saying like, Happy New Year 2022. And now summer is like almost over. What is time even? Time isn't real. It feels like <laughs> the older you get, like time is just on speed. And I I did read this article once that said, like, you know, when you're younger and you're having new experiences more often, like, you know, from birth to like, you know, all the way through like high school and then like in your 20s, even there's always something new going on. So you're transitioning to a new grade, you're meeting new friends, you're experiencing things for the first time, you are, you know, going through puberty, you're starting to like boys or girls or whatever. And you know, everything is just new. So like the stretches of time, they just, they just mean, it just means something different at that age. And then the older you get, you have fewer and fewer newer experiences and you're just kind of switching to autopilot. So time just kind of speeds up. It's like this repetition just kicks things into overdrive. So Um, I'm trying to make a plan to try to incorporate new things, new experiences, nothing major. Like I'm not going to drop everything and move to Rome to slow time down or anything. But I think just having more things to look forward to, maybe planning some more trips, like just local trips even, or taking up a new hobby, Um, you know, just even little things like I heard, like switching up your route to work. Like, I don't know, it just does something to time and our perception of it. So I'm going to give that a go because it's, it's really kind of startling to just wake up and, you know, you're like, damn, where did, where did the week go? Where did the month go? Where did the year go? And you have like nothing to show for it. So that's something that I definitely want to work on um, if I can. And I think it'll be beneficial just to incorporate new experiences into your life more often, no matter how big or small they are. Um, So, yeah. Now, I kind of just want to jump into this week's topic. Uh, For some reason this week, my father has been on my mind not him specifically more just the fact that he wasn't really around uh if you don't know me um you know my father he left when I was one years old I feel like this just like shifted into like some heaviness (laughs) um but there's really no way to just make that sound fluffy and, and nice so yeah he peaced out when I was one I have gotten two different stories as to why that is. Uh, He told me one thing. My mom told me another. I'm obviously more inclined to believe my mom. But in any case, he was a grown ass man. And if he wanted to stick around, he could. Uh, He left and went back to Texas where he's from. 
And, you know, growing up, my grandfather was my dad, you know, for all intents and purposes. He was my father figure. I also had an uncle who was there for me. And, you know, there was some like older male cousins that I had that were like father figures. They weren't like around as much, but you know, I, I had something to look up to, but the main, the main person was my grandpa because he was in the home. That's who I lived with. Um, so that's what it was. I don't actively remember wondering where my dad was like, Oh, where is he? Or, you know what I mean? I, I had no relationship with him. My mom, she did tell me a couple of times, I guess I asked her, you know, where he was, what the deal was with that. Um, I think one time he was supposed to come and hang out with me when I was younger. Um, but he didn't show up. So I guess I like expressed to my mom, I was upset about that. I don't recall. I probably blocked that out. Um, it sounds about right. You know, like, I don't think my mom's making it up or anything, but you know, the way I'm just so indifferent about him now, I just can't even imagine even wondering where this man was. Cause it's like, who cares? But, um, you know, as a kid, I guess you do have questions. I know in school I had, you know, some friends who were kind of the same boat as me, their dad wasn't really around. And then I had some friends whose parents were married, you know, and that was like a whole other world when I would go into to over their, their house for like slumber parties and stuff. It's like, Oh wow. Like, you know, their parents are in the same house. That's so cool. Um, I had a set of parents that were together in my home, but they were my grandparents. And I think that's just, it's just very, very, a, a very, very different dynamic when it's not your mom, your dad. It's like you have an example, but it's, it's just slightly different. And um, yeah, so I, I remember talking to my dad on the phone here and there growing up. Uh, I don't really remember like what we would talk about. It was just very surface level. One thing I do know is he would just like keep asking me about my mom. A couple of times he would like break down on the phone and like, you know, talk about how he messed up with her and how he still cares about her. And it was like, I just remember thinking like, why are you telling me this? Like, like, I don't know what you want me to do with this information. Like, you made your bed freaking lie in it, you know? Like, I, it was just so weird. And those conversations were very few and far between, but they were just very awkward when they would happen. And um, that, that's really all it was. I don't really remember, like, getting any birthday cards or, like, calls on my birthday, anything for Christmas, like you know, just nothing really, you know, he was just in Texas doing his thing. Um, somewhere in between he had a son. So I have a half brother that lives in Texas. Um, we're not very close. Um, so, you know, he was moving on with his life and I was moving on with mine. Um, I did meet him for like the first time, you know, consciously, when I was 24, I believe, I met him and my brother for the first time um, back in 2013. It was, it, it kind of happened because I was already going on a trip, uh, a cruise with a cousin of mine, and it happened to be leaving out of Galveston, Texas. And uh, to my understanding, Galveston, you know, wasn't very far from Houston. And 
I don't know. I was just kind of like, well, I think at the time I'd been kind of in touch with my half brother and he had a baby. He had just had a baby and I, I don't know. We were just kind of getting sort of close. I was like, well, you know, I can come meet you and, you know, I guess my dad, you know, while I'm there. So I didn't go out there for the sole purpose of meeting them. It was kind of just tacked on to the end of a trip I already had planned. So uh, my cousin and I, we flew out to, we flew to Texas. And I remember two cousins on my dad's side, they're, they're about my age. They were very nice and kind enough to pick us up from the airport and take us to Galveston to the port where the ship was leaving. So it was my first time meeting those two and they were super cool, super nice, easy to get along with. And they were very nice to my other cousin, uh, Chris, who was with me. And the plan was to go on the cruise. I think we were gone for like a week. And then when we got back, they'd pick us up again and then take us to Houston so I could meet everybody. So that was the plan. So they took us uh, to the port. My cousin and I went on our cruise. We had a blast. We came back. They picked us up. And it was like, okay, this is the second leg of the trip. Let's see how this goes. So I remember being kind of nervous. Um... And just thinking this is going to be kind of awkward. And I was just so grateful that my uh, cousin Chris was with me because I don't know how I would have done it alone. Um, But almost immediately there was drama. Um, (laughs) The plan was for me to stay with my dad and his then wife at their house. That's where my cousin and I were supposed to stay. Um, That was the plan as far as I knew while I was on the cruise that was still in place and that was the plan now when my cousins picked us up and I got like better service on my phone and stuff I realized that his wife suddenly had an issue with my staying there um I don't know I guess she thought I had some kind of ulterior motive for visiting my dad at this time she Uh, began leaving these crazy voicemails on my phone like why are you here you just you're just probably just want some money to my knowledge my dad has no money so I don't know what she was talking about unless he's like some secret um you know oil baron that I don't know about but that's definitely the last thing I was there for so I don't know where she got that from but it was so odd because she was approaching me not as his daughter but she was approaching me like I was just some woman coming to take her man. And that was just so weird to me. So she basically was like, you know, I can't stay there. My cousin and I can't stay there. So we have to figure something else out. Um, my father's sister, she was nice enough to let my cousin and I stay at her house last minute. She has a really nice house and she had like a couple of spare rooms, which was really convenient and nice. So luckily you know we we had somewhere else to stay so we got settled in there um I know my brother you know came over and I met him and I met his um his baby mama at the time and I met the baby my little nephew and um I don't think I met my dad yet at this point he was probably still trying to sort out his crazy wife but um so I'm I'm meeting all these people my aunt was really nice uh she had her kids there my, my my cousins I guess and everyone was just super nice and um I don't I don't know if it was for me 
or if it, it just so happened they were having like a family gathering at this park I can't remember it, I don't think it was for me but it, it just kind of fell into place um, so I went to the park and there was like a ton of family members there like a family reunion so I'm like getting to know people and it was kind of awkward because more than once more than three times even someone that I was apparently related to came up to me and was like wow I didn't know um Derek had a, had a daughter you know that's my dad Derek she's like I didn't know they're like I didn't know he had a daughter and I was like okay like <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that like that doesn't make me feel great I I just kind of shrugged it off but it's like <laughs> now I'm thinking about it like that says more about him than me but in the moment it was just like it was just so tactless like I just I don't know (laughs) that was really awkward so I just kind of laughed through that um and I'm like okay so not only did he just like peace out start another life not really get involved with mine but he didn't even mention me so I was like okay so I'm smiling through this barbecue I'm meeting a lot of cool people um and we kind of spend the whole day there and after that we go back to my aunt's house and I believe that's where I first met my dad so um I can't remember like the moment I laid eyes on him how it was like I I think I just kind of remember thinking he wasn't what I expected he has a lot of health concerns I think he's like legally blind and I don't know he just generally looks run down um he's in his 50s I believe but he just looks like he's had a hard life and um you know he can barely see so I'm just thinking it must suck to like not have really seen me since I was a baby and now I'm in my 20s and you can barely even make me out like with your own eyes but I just I don't know it was just awkward it was just like meeting a stranger you know like it, it was just that's just the best way I could say it was just very very awkward Um, We made a lot of small talk. Uh, Again, I'm glad my cousin was there because he was a bit of a buffer. Um, You know, we were just kind of talking about how our cruise was. And I don't know, it was just very surface level. You know, I'm still trying to get adjusted, trying to settle in to, you know, not being on the ship anymore, trying to settle into, you know, my plans changing and having to stay at this aunt's house feeling like I'm kind of you know an inconvenience to her and then just all these new people and new faces like I'm an Aquarius I don't like a whole bunch of people up in my face but (laughs) it it was kind of natural for people to be like oh that's Melanie that's his daughter that's his daughter so everyone just was just kind of in my face so I was just trying to navigate all that but then on top of it it's like you're I'm meeting my father for the first time so it was just a lot it was a little overwhelming plus mind you I'm still getting voicemails from his wife she keeps blowing my phone up calling me every name in the book the gold digger little bitch everything she's just leaving me these nasty horrible emails Uh, voicemails and I do remember like after the fifth one I'm like telling my dad like you know she's calling me and harassing me right and he just kind of waved it off like oh yeah she's just mad blah 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 and I'm just thinking why aren't you like checking her he doesn't have to go and beat her up or do anything crazy but it was like he just 
he wasn't moved to action by his wife coming at me like this. It was like he wasn't defending me in any way. He was just kind of like telling me just, you know, don't worry about it. And he was just, it was just so pathetic to me. Like she was just so aggressive, so nasty, so rude. And he was just kind of like a bump on a log just sitting there. Like he didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to control her. He didn't know how to check her. And I'm like, and this is his wife. So now my brother, on the other hand, he damn near grabbed his car keys and was about to go over there and put her in her place. But, you know, me and my cousin stopped him like, okay, you don't you don't have to do that. It's not your job to do that. She obviously has an issue with me, but I'm not going to let her ruin this trip We're you know, let's just carry on. But I, I made a note of how my father acted in that situation because I just thought it was so... It was just, I don't know. Pathetic is the best I could describe it. He just looked so pathetic. Like there's this man that had no part in my life who obviously wants to connect but doesn't know how. He has this crazy wife who's behaving like a wild animal and he doesn't know how to deal with that either and you know he has to put his sister out to put us up (laughs) because of the situation at his house and it was just it was like it was like some weird Jerry Springer some weird reality show it was just it was just so ghetto (laughs) and I didn't like that at all I really didn't um I, I know the majority of my time, the first couple of days, I did spend it with my brother and his girlfriend and, you know, their kid. We went out and we hung out, which is really, really nice. Um, I think and then one day I did go meet other relatives. I met my father's mom and like other cousins and other siblings of his um there was a party I guess they had just like with food and stuff and we were playing like board games or card games and it was kind of nice like but again I was met with a lot of people who were like who are you you're Derek's daughter oh wow, I didn't know you had a daughter and it was just like Jesus even if you thought that like just keep it to yourself like these people were just so oh so anyway <laughs> I again I let it roll off um you know and I remember one funny thing I was sitting there with my dad um on the couch and there was this guy that came over kind of young and he starts talking to me he's like asking me where I'm from and blah 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 and you know I noticed the conversation turned kind of flirty which was kind of weird but I'm trying to like keep it keep it neutral but he was kind of pushing and then suddenly my dad was like uh so and so you know that's your cousin right and the look on his face I swear to god he turned green and I was like and I didn't know that was my cousin and my dad is blind so he's you know he didn't really see him I guess he just he was just hearing the conversation but I didn't know but the guy he got up so fast I've never seen someone turn green and get up so quickly that was kind of funny (laughs) but again it just goes to show you how separate our worlds are you know and there's memes about it where it's like you know you have your dad's side of the family that's a little wild and then you got your mom's side of the family that's like kind of bougie and that's definitely that's definitely my mom's side which I'm very happy about but (laughs) um you know that party was okay you know I, I spent some more time with with my brother got to know him a little bit and um, I think the next couple of days, my cousin actually, he ended up getting an ear infection and getting kind of sick. So he was hanging back at my aunt's house 
So I stayed there with him. I'm still <sighs> receiving, you know, obnoxious voicemails from my dad's wife. And, you know, but we're just keeping it low key. We're just staying in the house at this point. And I'm kind of talking to my dad on my last day. I remember he and I had um, like this heart to heart, not even heart to heart. He was just he was just venting, I guess, about all the mistakes he made, how he wishes things were different and blah, blah, blah. And he's like crying. And like, I know that was like a point where I was supposed to be really empathetic and be like, you know what I mean? But I'm just looking at him like, can you like get it together? And I know that sounds bad, but that's just how emotionally removed I am from this man. And honestly, visiting was just or like meeting him was honestly just like a check mark off in my book of life. It was like, okay, at some point I want to meet this man, see where I came from, see the other half of me. And in my mind, I was just looking at the calendar like, okay, well, I'm, I'm about to go back to my real life now. But, you know, now I can check this off my list. And that's just kind of how it was. Um, I remember leaving just, you know, no more invested in him than I was when I got there and I'm looking forward to just honestly being with my real family back in California and I know that sounds messed up but that's that's just how it is and it's not my fault we're not close he was the father he should have been there if he wanted to so now I've lived this whole entire life I would have to catch him up on but it's like I don't have the energy to do that and I don't really think he deserves the privilege of that and he has to live with it. Um, I remember that was like in 2013, I believe in 2017, he got in touch with me and he said that he had moved to California and that he left his wife or whatever. And he didn't move anywhere close. He moved to like, I don't know somewhere even beyond the valley I think he was super far away I remember he was saying and I when he when he when he got in touch with me he was kind of acting like okay well I left my wife and I'm here in California so we can be daddy daughter now like he was calling and like but like calling repeatedly you know trying to have this this relationship and it was just so forced and so weird and I had to like tell him like you know look maybe if you know, I want to, we can meet up, but like, you don't drive, you live in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's not like we can just meet up and have lunch or something. Like it's going to take some planning, planning that I'm not even sure I really want to do. So I just have to let them know, like, you know, it's cool you're here, but I mean, what do you want me to do with that? I have my own life to live right now. So I think he kind of got the hint and he stopped calling. Um, and you know, it was just kind of weird knowing like my dad was in the same state as me, but you know, again, we weren't, we're not close. So nothing really came of that. Um, and I think cut to, was this last year? Um, between like 2018 and 2021, 
um, he, he would get in this habit of like calling my grandma's phone to like reach me, even though I'd given him my cell phone plenty of times. So my grandma would occasionally give me a message that he left on the home voicemail, like, Hey, your dad called, um, here's his number, you know, when you get a chance. And I know my grandma would like kind of remind me like, Hey, did you call your dad? Cause she didn't want him to think that she wasn't giving him, giving me his voicemails, his messages. So I'm like, Oh my God. So one day last year, I called him to give him my cell phone once and for all and to let him know that I had moved. So, you know, calling my grandma, bothering her, clogging up her voicemails like that's unnecessary. Like, this is my cell phone. I don't live there anymore. Like, please stop bothering her. You know, if you want to talk to me, this is my number. So he was like super happy, you know, to have my phone number. And once again, he started calling me, you know, routinely like hey I'm just calling to check on you and it just made me so uncomfortable I was like look this is a number like to communicate but this isn't like we're not going to be besties you know so one day I had to just check him I was like look Derek (laughs) um you have my number but I'm I'm not interested in forcing like a relationship here um, and I think at this point he said he had moved back to Texas anyway. So I'm like, okay, so you you just, you're all over the place. Like you're, you know, imagine I did try to get close to him when he first got here, he would have left again. Like that just solidified why I'm not invested in this. So I just told him, I said, look, like I gave you my number so you wouldn't bother my grandma anymore, but this isn't like some open invitation <clears throat> into my life. I'm not trying to kiki with you on the phone. I'm not trying to talk to you about boys or who I'm dating or, you know, work or what I got going on. Like, I don't even want to like tell you the time of day. Honestly, I really was just trying to get you to like not call my grandma anymore. And, um, you know, if there's like some random emergency or something, you'll have my number. But really, I'm letting you know that if I want to talk, if I want to communicate, then I will call you. I was like, you don't need to be calling me every day. And he sounded so hurt. Like he really, I think I really hurt his feelings with that one because he was just, I mean, he just sounded so down in the dumps out. He was like, wow. He was like, okay. He was like, I understand. He was like, well, I'm here if you need me. And I just kept thinking, I don't, (laughs) I I don't need you. I, I can't see myself needing you for anything in the future. And it sounds so harsh And I'm sorry that it is so harsh and I wish it was different, but that's out of my control now. You know, I've, I've had conversations with some friends and like coworkers, you know, that I trust, you know, about, you know, father dynamics, father relationship dynamics. And they're like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna wish that you had, you know, said something or you're gonna wish that you connected with him like what if he dies what if he passes away and I'm like that's not a good enough reason for me to force a relationship with somebody you know he didn't want to be there I'm 30 something years old now it's like it's just too much to catch him up on to I just I don't really want to do that (laughs) The only thing about all this that kind of makes me, you know, sad is that my future kids, they're not going to have a grandpa on my side, you know, and then like at my wedding, I'm not necessarily gonna, I'm not sure if I want to do the whole traditional get walked out down the aisle anyway, 
But I don't know if that's because my dad's not around or because I really, that's really what I want. But, you know, I'm not going to have that traditional father-daughter dance. Like, you know, I'm going to have to have stand-ins with either, like, my male cousins or my uncle or, you know, however it's going to be. Like, that's that's just what I think about. And then also, but mainly, like, my kids aren't going to have a grandpa on my side. Like, I had a grandpa. So that definitely sucks. Um I've met a lot of guys though, you know, who, whose parents are still together, which is really nice. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that my partner will have, you know, his dad. So my grandpa, my kids have a grandpa, but I mean, that's the only thing personally, I think that I'm better off not having him around. And I tell my mom that I'm like, I don't know if I'd be the same person and I love who I am. Okay. I'm not perfect. I have my flaws, but you know, the way I was brought up, the values I have, the type of person I am, you know, my personality, my self-awareness, the way I am with other people. I don't know if that would be the same if I'd had his influence. I mean, What if I had to have been the kind of kid who had to be picked up and dropped off, you know, every two weeks by the other parent, if I'd had to split my holidays, if I'd had to, you know, spend summers in in Texas, you know, if any amount of time had to be taken away from the family that I know and love as they are now, I don't think I'd be the same. And it makes it kind of makes me kind of choked up a little bit to even think about having to split any of my time with my family that has actually been there for me. And this isn't how this is supposed to go, but you see the only time I'm getting any, even a little bit emotional is thinking about any time being taken away from the family that I know and love. So that alone lets me know that things worked out exactly how they were supposed to so it it honestly sucks for him because he'll never know really know me and that's just something that he has to live with and that's his cross to bear that's his bed to lie in you know I truly think I'm better off so there's that Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.